Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. everybody welcome to pocket reviews episode 10 we're going to talk about star trek the 25th anniversary for the original game boy i'm tim and who's with me today we got johnny i'm johnny coming from the stars look at me and what all i can do i'm really cool and coming from the stars stars i said that already stop me please for the love of everything for the love of kirk <laughs> no we're, we're not going to stop you we're just this is gonna this is gonna be a great uh off the rails fun episode and Trevor. who else is here Trevor. Uh, yes is please here sing yourself in to the tune of star trek like i did yes i find your singing highly illogical captain oh oh this oh. is trevor <laughs> nuclear wessels <laughs> That's my checkoff, which is not very good. Okay. So, oh, uh, podcaster, not a Santos, dang it. Oh, we cleaned that up. Yeah. <laughs> How much would that change the character if he said dang it instead of. Yeah, it kind of ruined it, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm not big on just throwing swear words around, but there's sometimes. Well, you well you're if, quoting bones. Yeah, you're quoting bones. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't consider that a real cuss word because it's no. bones. No, that's what I mean. There's no. sometimes that just needs to be the word. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And especially, yeah, you you kind of lose it when you're like, dang it, Jim. Like, yeah. What? My golly, when, Jim. When is it when do you think that it is? Let's let's each give one example of when it is appropriate to use the real word and not dang it. <laughs> Trevor. Well, if you need to hold a whole bunch of water back. Oh, that was mine. Oh, oh um, man. Damn. All right. So mine's gonna be uh, if you're a ninja turtle and you're chasing Casey Jones, oh, man. That, <laughs> as a kid, that that was like the most epic thing and seeing that movie oh, and him yelling that word because that was, was a bad word. I was such <gasps> a I don't consider I went to public school and everything. This is wild. I was such a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Square kid that like <laughs> like who never cussed or anything like that. That when Raphael screamed multiple times in a movie by the way the d word my jaw would drop and i thought he was even freaking even more cooler than i already thought he was <laughs> there's no denying it especially at like how old were we seven or eight oh something god it came like out that. in 1990 uh i was, I born was, in I was eight or nine yeah yeah johnny do you remember the gex gang that i still want to cover on this podcast yes yeah for sake of saturn the the comedian danny gould did the the voiceover Yes, and whenever you got low on hearts, he would go, "I'm hungry." And <laughs> first of all, I so love that you quote gags, but you won't quote bones. <laughs> yes, well, you made me rise the folly of my ways. But to be fair, to be when you're hungry, that is an appropriate time to say that word. Yeah, but every time, like we would play it over at my grandma's house, and we were pretty young at the time. You know, this was early '90s game, and we would be like, "Oh, hurry, get the get the 
TV remote, but of course we never get it down in time. Yeah. So yeah. we just thought it was the worst thing in the world that we were going to get in trouble or something. Oh man. Well, we're the ones who edited Limp Biscuit for our wrestling interest theme. So oh, what do we know? <laughs> Limp Biscuit no. needs to be edited. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Edit their life. I don't know. They're oh. popular now. I might get canceled for saying that. Yeah, are they popular? I, like I don't think so. They're trying to be popular again. They, they, sure they've always popular. tried. Yeah. Yeah. I think things that were once popular when we were kids are trying to be popular again now. That's kind of how it's going. That's the cycle that usually goes. But one thing that used to be popular and has gotten popular again, and I'm okay with that, is Star Trek. Oh, well, yeah. So, wow. I enjoyed the comeback. Bringing it personally. back. That is nicely done. Uh, yeah. Tim, what exactly did we play for this episode? We played Star Trek, the 25th anniversary for the Game Boy, which was released on Game Boy in 1992. See, 92, so they're saying, yeah, I guess that lines up. Yeah, would they be 86? And uh, it was published by Ultra Games. Never uh, heard of them. They must be like their own little company. They're they're their own company. They've also published other games as well, um, like uh, maybe a Ninja Turtle title or two, yeah, or Castlevania, or um, well, man. All right, so we just pitching a movie right there, right? That's that's some great movie right there. The Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Castlevania, and Star Trek all together. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, the back in the nineties, what weren't the Star Trek characters in X Men comics? Didn't they have a crossover? So I mean, back I in the nineties. And I really wish I had these. The Dagum Turtles, uh, oh, the and Star, Trek. Star Trek figures oh, were crossed I, over. I never had those. I did, and either. I don't understand why. No, because I had the Playmates. I had a lot of the Playmates uh, Star Trek action figures. I guarantee um, I never Next saw them in the store. I never, I never knew they existed until I got older. So I guarantee you, I but never the saw Turtle them in the ones, store. no. Yeah, those are the ones I would want badly, but I guarantee you they're expensive now. Oh, I'm sure. Like. Yeah, no, because uh, Playmates, I mean, as we as you talked about before, uh, they made very they made like hundreds of variations of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy to think about. But yeah, the Star Trek ones are really cool, though. I remember. Oh, yeah. You know, I gotta, they're each a character. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm just sitting here stunned a little bit. My mind's being blown a little bit. When you said 25th anniversary, it sunk in. It's kind of hard to believe this, that the original Star Trek series was only 25 years old when this game came out in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's basically like now looking back at the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Because Lord of the Rings is over 50 years old. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, the movies are a little over 20 years old now. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Um, Well, let's kind of talk about Star Trek briefly. uh, Because obviously, you can't talk about this game without talking about the show that this is based on. It's based on the original series, the Mm -hmm. very first with Kirk and Spock and and Bones. Uh, Personally, for me, that is my favorite Star Trek series. I adore it. I've mm-hmm. seen the whole thing multiple times. I really, really love that show and the movies. Uh, I even like the newer J.J. Abrams films as well. I think they're doing, they did a really good job. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, those are my favorite Star Trek characters. I do like other Star Trek shows. Uh, you know, uh, actually, I like most of them. Honestly, I can't think of one that I hated. Uh, but just the original is just my favorite. Yeah, me too, by far. I mean, I'm, I'm way behind on all the Star Trek stuff, but I just have really good memories of. I've been over this a bunch, but we didn't really watch sci-fi growing up. Dad loved Westerns. That's what was on. We watched cartoons. And I, so I didn't discover how much I love sci-fi until much later. But I remember my uncle, the one I've referred to as the cool uncle before, he always had this show on if we went over to his house. And just, it seemed odd to me, but really appealing. And now I just, 
I love the show as a whole, but I adore the characters and the cast of that original show. Yeah. Like, I almost love the characters more than I love the show, if that makes sense. Yeah, because that's what made oh. this show, right? Like, their yeah. chemistry, mm-hmm. all the characters, but especially those three leads. Uh, I just love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Tim? Uh, same, really. I mean, growing up, uh, I, I enjoy uh, a lot of the... Honestly, around 90, between 90 and 92 is probably kind of when my, when I started enjoying it. Next Generation was the first one I watched because it was on TV at the time. Yeah. Um, Going back, I've watched through all the series so far. I do really enjoy the movies. Some of the movies I like a lot more than others. A couple of the movies are, <laughs> yes. are not, not the best. But, yes. um, Where do you but, stand um, on the well movie? Because I love it <laughs> oh that's my favorite for the voyage adore. home is my yeah. favorite movie. i absolutely yeah. adore that film uh, i think Apparently, a lot of people kind of hate on it and i don't know why yeah uh, yeah i don't understand that either i actually it, liked that one and the search for spock and the undiscovered country i think were my favorite oh and obviously the wrath of khan oh man that ending of wrath of khan even if i watch it now i cry <laughs> yeah i mean those ones uh, f- uh one in five i could kind of give or take on i don't really care for those but yeah, I mean, you know, but no, no. Overall, I like it. Um, my right. favorite series is, you know, in this, it might actually be Enterprise, which is a very maybe that's a hot take because we need a hot take. For no, this we do episode. drop hot takes on this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Enter. Not saying it's the best, but I really like Enterprise. But I like them all. I've seen them all multiple times and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, I do love them all. Like I do, I really, really enjoy Next Generation as well. That's probably my second favorite, but I've, you know, Voyager. I love Voyager. You know, uh, I think that one gets kind of left out for some reason. Uh, Deep Space Nine does, I feel like. Deep Space yeah. Nine. I don't know. People really, love. really come to the defense of Deep Space Nine a lot. Which, which I don't think it needs defending, which no, I don't know. You know it what stands I mean? on its own. It's, 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 sure I think does. all of them kind of stay on their own. Honestly, it's really good. It's really good, really fun sci-fi stuff. Uh, you know, when the original Star Trek came out, storyline wise, in some of those episodes, they were really ahead of their time. Uh, and they were really pushing boundaries on a lot of things. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, so I love Star Trek. Uh, we all love Star Trek. Uh, it's probably the first sci-fi show that I got into that really made me start loving uh, sci-fi stuff was Star Trek. And it's pretty wild. I mean, you're talking to the guy here who, when he was a kid, uh, went to the library just to find and check out the book that Spock wrote. <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, so I was very much in uh, all in on Star Trek. Uh, but we played uh, the Game Boy game, the 25th anniversary Star Trek for the Game Boy. And let's kind of talk about that uh, graphically. What did we think about this game, guys? I think the graphics for the main sections, which we'll cover in gameplay, but like what you're doing most of the time, are are pretty simple but but decent for the game boy but the little extras are kind of above and beyond like when you actually see the faces of spock and kirk and bones or the tricorder when it comes up like in a little scene it's really detailed looks really good yeah i i guess you would call those technically cut scenes right they did a really good job digitized Yeah. yeah yeah very good yep so i think the overall package it looks star trek and that's what you want i mean it is original game boy but it works pretty well for Star Trek because there's not, well, that's not true. There's a ton of color in the original Star Trek series, but at least yes. for the space parts, it makes sense. There's not a lot of color, so it works yeah. there. But yeah, uh, for the flying parts, you know, I think one of my first thoughts, though, because one of the first things you really get to do after a very lengthy setup 
<laughs> that I didn't think was ever going to end. Uh, but one of the first things that you get to do is you're trying to fly the Enterprise from one part of space to a planet to look for these pieces of uh, something. And uh, as you're doing this, you're going to encounter all kinds of things from asteroid fields to uh, amoebas and all those kind of uh, uh, Klingons, all these things. And uh, the first thing that I came across was, of course, an asteroid field. And I kept thinking while I was, you know, this is a spoiler alert. I was enjoying the section. I was thinking uh, they literally could have done this on the Atari. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Maybe not literally, but there are parts that look really simple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yep. mean, they kind of get away with it because you're in space avoiding asteroids. But I- I'll just go and say it because this is graphically. I really would have liked more variety. Really, in both sections of the game, the I mean, we might as well just say there's flying parts and there's on foot parts, which we'll get to in gameplay. But in both parts, I would have liked a little more variety, but especially the flying part. But you do get some variety in that there's different flying sections you can enter. Um, the but in each section, once you're in it, there's not a lot of variety. Like, you're if you're in the asteroid field you're seeing a lot of rocks coming at you in black space. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. You know, there's planets though, that that are like in the background and, uh, but they actually do serve a gameplay purpose, but I don't know. Yeah. A little repetitive, a little simple, but never ugly. That's, that's kind of, you know, how I feel about it. Mm. What about an- you, Tim? Yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. This is a 1992 game. So it's not, it's, it's not exactly, you know, it's not a launch game by any means because uh, what the game, it came out in 89, I think. I yeah. think we said that, but um, it's also not a later one. So I, I feel like where it fell and being, you know, you got to give it to them being a licensed game and based in a Konami game, it's probably, it's pretty good. Um, it's an original game too, um, I believe, because the other, uh, like the, there's also a Star Trek, the 25th anniversary on the NES, which I also own, but that one is almost like a, it's like a, it's a DOS port. That one's more like a point and click type oh, of adventure game. Man. It's, it's very good. Um, cause I have it on the computer as well. When, when the 25th anniversary little quick tangent came out, they released games on, uh, on all the systems mm-hmm. as well as like video. I, I have a video, I have a VHS videotape. It's just simply called, if you Google it, if you Google, uh, Star Trek 25th anniversary, like VHS tape, that thing that comes out, I had that as a kid. I oh. watched that all the time. So I was grabbing everything Star Trek at the time. Um, but yeah, no, I honestly, I, I really gravitated towards this one more than the NES one, because this one was more at the time, more my speed yeah. versus kind of like, uh, you know, cause, uh, the other one was basically like, like an adventure game where you'd have to go and, you know, you know, find clues and a- almost like a monkey Island type of thing where you're actually have objectives where this is, you're just flying a ship and walking around. So when I was eight or nine. Yeah. Hot take, hot take. Uh, <laughs> uh, any franchise, including Star Trek, that puts out a trailer that's just the title is a waste of time. Oh, my goodness. So yesterday, if you, do, if you <laughs> don't know, as a longtime listener of this show, I love Lord of the Rings. And I do obsess about things, but I've obsessed about Lord of the Rings since it came out in 2001. Of course, talking about the movies because I'm a poser. And I saw the movies before the books cancel me, you know. Um, but 
this new Amazon show, I'm trepidatious. Uh, I've heard things that scared me a little, then I've heard other things that excite me. But the fact is, we've really got nothing shown to us. It's all been just hearsay. And so there was a, they didn't even call it a trailer. There was a one minute title reveal. I guess it's the opening sequence of the show. I, I yeah, don't it's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the title. It's got good music and they made it all with practical effects. Like it's basically a ring being forged, I guess. And it reveals the title of the show is the, the rings of power, which, you know, Hey, it's more than nothing, but Johnny <laughs> spent 10 minutes lambasting how terrible this was that they would even show this. Cause it's not really a trailer. It annoys and, me when any yes. of these things do that. I, a uh, two love Lord of the Rings. I love it. Sam Lides is one of my favorite pop culture characters in anything. He'd Hashtag make my top, fan. He'd, he'd make my top five. If we were doing a top five favorite pop culture characters, Sam Lides would make my list. That's Easy. Gonna happen. Easy. Mm-hmm. And anytime this, and they're not the only show that's done this. The other things have done this title reveals, you know, oh, a little, yeah. Of course, the music was greatest Lord of the Rings. I mean, if it wasn't good, uh, I would be concerned. <laughs> well, but we've not heard any of it yet, and it's not being done by Howard Shore. So I've, I was wondering, like, what direction would they go? And it seems yeah. promising, at least. Yeah. Um, I think it's just more, to me, it's, it's like, just don't it's show just, me anything. Hop. I mean, it's just hop. Or well, just, that's all a trailer is in general, is just hop. I mean, would, you know. Yeah, would just show me a screenshot of the title. Like, it does the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a lot more epic than that. No, I mean, as, as a hashtag it. true fan, I enjoyed it being drawn out and hop machined. As a hashtag true fan, but, I know that they should have given me more. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not going to give you more for a while because September is the release date. But hey, at least it's this year. I mean, but, literally, uh, like just days ago, before that, they actually gave us a trailer to Moon Knight, and that thing looked cool. Uh, and that's an actual trailer. So uh, it wasn't just a was, title That probably came, that comes out a lot sooner, right? Uh, it does, in fairness, it yes. Does. Anyways, but still, so that was a thing. That's my hot tag. Do not send Johnny right. a one-minute video because he has much better things to do with his life than watch a one-minute video. That's just a title. The first time I, I would, played I it. Need, if I had any <laughs> skill with computer effects, I would make – I would send you a trailer. I would spend all day working on it. That's just my name being revealed. <laughs> Trevor. To be honest, <laughs> if you told me like that, it would be one of my favorite things you've ever done. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I had the skills. I would love that. Uh, Tim, what side of do you follow this? Title uh, reveals cool or not cool? Uh, You're picking I mean, sides. <laughs> I, I'm in. Well, the thing. Well, let me make it easy for you. I actually think they're kind of dumb in general. Like, what's the point? I was well, just excited because it's Lord of the Rings, and now we know well, what the title is. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's kind of what I was going to say. Is if it's something I'm very passionate about and love, like I know Trevor loves Lord of the Rings, I'd be hyped anyway. But yeah. realistically, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, there's been video game things like that, too. Like, um, I can't think of any right now, but, but like yeah. all that. Everything's like that. done that, right? Like, yeah, everything's, so kind of, everything's guilty of it. Uh, Richard yeah. Bliss did it. I mean, Richard Bliss, we would do it if we got any sort of traction online. Oh, yeah. We would do anything. We are. I'm about to just, I'm, I've, I've threatened this before. I'm about to just stop posting on social media at all. I haven't posted I, on Instagram in months. <laughs> oh, really? Anything? Anything anything oh, wow. and, I, and i think people think i quit drawing i have it i just don't post anything because it's pointless <laughs> i mean i think you've either got to commit to it to the point that it's a part-time job just to be on social media all day yeah or you might as well do nothing and i just post every now and then when we have a new episode to talk about and it's just it doesn't work 
I mean, that, I mean, some our people who are loyal still like it. Occasionally comment. Yeah, we have but awesome not, people who listen for sure. I don't think we're getting any new people from it. So no, I don't think we are either. I think we're kind of where we are. This is what this is. We are what we are. We are what we are. <laughs> yeah, just like this game, but, Star Trek. <laughs> but so I think the graphics. I think we can move on. Um, I think we all agree graphically about this game. Yeah, it, because uh, and we're going to talk about the music, but I do. Everything in this game does tie to the gameplay because it is like two distinct sections. But, but musically, I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about except I want to know what y'all think about the opening title. Did you sit and actually listen to the whole thing? The yeah. Opening? Yes. Well, I like it. I like what they did with it. They tried to give it like that theremin like feel for the original series. I mean, it's not dead on perfect, but I feel like it. I don't know. I've always enjoyed it. I always do like when they try to take a, th- uh, a theme that I know very well uh, and try to, you know, put it in the eight bit or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever you want to call that, uh, style, uh, you know, like recently on the new halo game, uh, there's a map where it has, <laughs> it has a, like a halo arcade machine and it plays the halo theme that way. And it's really cool. Like I get stuck uh-huh. just listening to it and I'll get killed a lot. Cause I'm like, this just sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I like that part. It does sound like the kind of really, at first, I was like, this doesn't sound totally right to me. Uh, I, I knew what it was. It was the original Star Trek theme. But the thing that I, I did like is that that's not the only music from Star Trek that they did that way. There's other songs on this game that are in Star Trek episodes that they did that same way. And I really liked it because I started recognizing, I think when you're fighting the Klingons, I started recognizing yeah. that theme. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I really did like that little touch to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did too. And as far as the opening thing, at first I wasn't sure because it sounded like like it was too slowed down or sparse. Like, okay, yeah. what's what this what's going on here? But when it hit the da 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 da, da it's like okay, this is cool. Yeah, like they for a Game Boy, I, I thought it was really cool. I agree with with Tim there. But you're right, like the music, the music as a whole, like it's it fits each section. Like when you're on the old foot sections, it's different. Um, I thought it was good. Um, it's not a game that I would mute the music for. It's also not annoying or grating, but it's not just just bland background music either. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I think it really, really well I think it does a good job of showing uh, sound wise, sound wise, game G, uh, how this game, uh, how the Game Boy can do. Uh, it's you know, uh, it really it took like just music from the actual show, not just the theme. Uh, other music from it that if you've ever watched the original Star Trek, you will recognize mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, puts it in the uh, in the Game Boy style. And I I really love that. Uh, so I'm a big fan of what they did music music wise, for sure. But I have an important question to ask you both. Who, I ask, was the first actor to play a member of all three of the major alien races in Star Trek? So which actor played all three major races. Was it Mark Leonard, Leonard Nimoy, Christopher Lloyd, or Jeffrey Hunter? All right. So I'm going to, Tim, let's work this out. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, I think Leonard, I know. Leonard Nimoy, Christopher Lloyd, Jeffrey Hunter. I feel like Christopher Lloyd only did it in the one movie, right? Because they made a big deal about it. I'm pretty sure I know which one, who it is. What was the second one, second name again? Leonard Nimoy. No, it's not him. Who was the first one? Mark Leonard. 
I'm I'm going with that one. Yeah, that's the one that sounds right to me. Because that's the guy that played Spock's father. Right. I know yeah. he played other roles as well. That's, yes. See, I know that as well. That's Sarek. Yeah. Yep. Good job. Yeah. Best known for his role as Spock. His father, Sarek. He played Vulcan Romulan in the episode Balance of Terror and a Klingon in uh, the beginning of the Star Trek motion picture. So, yeah. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job nice. on the music. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I made the music myself. Yeah. Uh, very proud of it. I'm a regular uh, Howard Shore over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I put on my business cards. Johnny Townsend, a regular Howard Shore. <laughs> uh, so, I, is there anything else we really even need to talk about when it comes to? I think we kind of covered it, right? Nah. Yeah. Nah. I'm ready to talk about the gameplay on this one. Yeah. The gameplay. All right. Tim, how does this game break up gameplay? It breaks it up by having three, basically you have three missions that have two parts each and then kind of like a final boss at the end. You, uh, the first part of each level, you basically are traveling to the planet and in traveling to the planet, um, you can, it, it shows a star map and you have the enterprise and you can kind of position yourself and kind of go. And there's obstructions in the way, everything like Johnny said earlier, anything from amoeba fields to asteroid fields, Klingons, Romulans, and you kind of just go from point A to point B, dodging or, um, you know, uh, navigating through the different areas and event to get to the planet in question where you're looking for pieces of this disruptor array. So it's got two distinct gameplay. Yeah. And the conceit of the whole game is there was this ray that was developed by the Federation to basically save the universe, but the Klingons thought it was going to be used against them. So sort of innocently just try to protect themselves. They shattered it and spread it across the galaxy, basically. Mm-hmm. So you got to find the parts. That's basically the story. Because yeah, if, if you don't, a lot of planets are going to get blown up. Basically, basically you're, yes. you have to stop the Death Star, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Realist, realistically, yeah, that's basically yeah, all it. And all they needed was some Ewoks. I don't know who, why they didn't ask me. I could have told of that. Yeah. Yep. So the so yeah the two parts of the in space and the on foot, and for the in space, the things I thought were interesting is first of all that you can kind of pick the kind of area you want to go to, uh, the asteroid field, the space amoeba, which we can talk briefly about each of these, the drone ship area or the Klingon sections, and so is it actually randomly generated? I think it is, isn't it? The map. I don't think so. I think the maps oh, really? are static. I is think it? so, okay. yeah. So I, I'm an idiot. I fell for it because it said generating map, and I thought it meant it was actually generating it. <laughs> no, because... Um, I didn't I think mean, the Game Boy was that powerful. You've been trolled. I've <laughs> been trolled. So, spo- spoiler alert. I've had this... I think I already said this, but I, I've had this since it came out as a kid, and I played it a lot. So I kind of had, like... I had this, this path I would take. I would always go asteroid amoeba amoeba and then to the first planet because okay. in my opinions the ships because they would cloak and just shoot that oh yeah uh the stupid wave of f- photon torpedoes and like three wide bursts and those were annoying it, to me anyway i i prefer just dodging uh the other stuff yeah so yeah so basically what happens when you run into because you there's no way you can dodge all that stuff uh, so you, you have to, do to several sections. Yeah, you have to engage in some of those sections. So uh, when you hit the asteroid field, just for example, it cuts to a different type of gameplay. Basically, you're the Enterprise, 
and you're trying to get navigate through this asteroid field or whatever it is, and you can shoot. Uh, you got two weapons, just like the Enterprise had. You know, you got your uh, uh, what do they call those? The, I'm going the the photon uh, uh photon torpedoes in yeah, the phaser. In, yeah, in the phaser. Yeah, uh, those are the two things you have. Uh, I think the phasers are limited, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but the other the photons ones, are not in the flying but, sections. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so you can blow up uh, asteroids or the enemy ships or, or whatever it is that's kind of getting in your way. Uh, probably is kind of close. It's definitely a type of game that if you played any video game growing up, you you recognize. Yeah, it's right. like a horizontal shooter. Horizontal yeah, shooter, yeah. Very R top, but actually a lot simpler than R top. Oh, very yeah, yeah. simple. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say I was not super a fan at first. Not super I thought a fan. Is, yeah. Not super a fan. Because it is like a really simplified R type, and I thought a little too simple. But when I realized that a little too rough, a little too rough. When I realized that you kind of have a choice, and there's the four, the four different, although not that different, ways it does it. I thought it, it went up in my estimation. For example, um, if you do the Klingon sections, there's less stuff to dodge as far as asteroids, but you're going to be actively shooting a lot more, like in well, you're going to be dodging bullets. The Amoeba sections, I'm not quite sure what the deal with those is, but you move slow because you're like stuck in the space Amoeba. Yeah. And what they call the drones, it's probably the most different. It looks the most like our type because you got these laser beams shooting everywhere and you have to work your way around them. And it's kind of, you almost have to puzzle your way through it a little bit, but they're all super simple. I don't want to oversell it. The only twist to this section are that there's little warp points that'll show up every now and then. And basically it lets you skip ahead through a few seconds of the level. I yeah. thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, Johnny, I, what do you- I, I agree. Um, I, it is, it is fairly simple. I mean, even I did it pretty well. So. <laughs> uh, that does you <laughs> that does say a lot. Yeah. yeah, that does say a lot. Uh, I, I, I was torn on this, right? Because yeah. I'm with you. I like that, you know, when we played the Ghostbusters game uh, for this, for Pucker Reviews, yeah, I loved how they did that. Like, that's how I wanted the other Ghostbusters games we played to kind of be like. Yeah. Um, I do think that they were on to something with this Star Trek game on uh, ideas for how to make a Star Trek game, right? Yeah. Uh, I know Star Trek for sure is not all about uh, blasting things like the show no. itself. That's not the heart of the show. The show is way more about trying to, even though it has a lot of violence, <laughs> it's way more yeah. about, uh, you know, trying to bring peace and stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's not what, if you're playing a video game, that's not, that's no, not, you don't want to bring peace. Yeah. You want to blow stuff up. Yeah. So I do like that approach. I think that if they had, uh, uh, and it's done really well. Let's also say that they it's done fairly well. Uh, it's just that it's so dirt simple. I do not think a lot of, cause this is a 25th anniversary. I don't think a lot of children uh, were going to get this game. I think this is more geared yeah. toward the older people who have a game boy and also love star Trek. Yeah. So I think you could have upped and this is me saying this, this is me who, uh, has a history of hating on games being too hard. <laughs> I think it could have knocked up difficulty-wise just a little bit. Well, I'm looking on game FAQs right now, 
I wonder if it gets harder. To be fair, only I didn't play. uh, I think I played maybe half an hour at most. Well, that's the thing. The game, I think, is actually fairly long for a Game Boy game. And although it is very simple and it starts off really sparse, it must really go up in difficulty because 42 people have rated it and they say it's tough or unforgiving. I bet it gets tougher. I bet it does. Uh, Yeah, that, that would make sense because it starts out fairly pedestrian. But, yeah, I think it wouldn't necessarily fit the Star Trek feeling as much, but I agree. I do wish these shooting parts were more just like a straight R-type ripoff. Yeah. Because um, there's just not there's not much enemy variety. In fact, there's no enemies here except the Klingons for the most part. You're shooting asteroids or you're shooting Klingons. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I love – and I'll be honest, because I didn't read the manual at first, I didn't know this till Tim said it. So when you pause the game in these flying parts, it shows you your shield power, your speed, and your, uh, I guess, your photon power. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was just showing you, and I thought, well, maybe you upgrade it. But no, at any point during the level, you can just pause it and change it around to your locking. So, like, if you're doing, for example, I think about any of the sections, I bumped the speedway up. And you can get through it a lot quicker. But if you're in the Klingon sections, for example, and you really have to shoot a lot of ships, maybe you want to no- knock the photon power up. Yeah. Or maybe you want to add more shields if you think yeah. uh, you're going to get hit you're a lot. Dying. I do like that. That's that's a neat notion there. Yeah. Because it will not, balance not, itself not out. Either. Yeah. It, it does balance itself out. You can't just like max out all the categories. No. Uh, like if you max one, if you up one, then other ones yeah. will change or fluctuate. It kind of reminded me a lot of. You know, in a lot of your uh, racing games now, like you can kind of tune your car, yeah, uh, to like how you kind of want it to, to race if it's on different types of uh, of uh, you know uh, asphalt or dirt or stuff. That's kind of what it reminded me of. You can kind of fine tune uh, your game. Like if you're going through a section and you like, hey, like you said, I want to go faster, make yourself faster. Or if you want to make yourself stronger, hey, bump up your shields. Uh, I, that's a really, I did really like that. Uh, I'm glad that also just as behind the scenes, I'm glad you brought that up to Tim in our chat because I would not have known that uh, if that that's a little yeah. thing you could do because <laughs> it's on the pause menu. All you got to do is hit uh, pause yeah. the game and there there it is. There's nothing complex about the game at all. And so just having that little twist that at any time you can tweak it to your locking, it's pretty cool. And I really wish more simple action games did that. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Inside baseball, Tim stepped away for a minute, but it worked out great because uh we are talking about what he told us now. Yeah. So yeah. The, yeah, the, the we could have done we could have just had a soundboard of Tim for that. Yes. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so that I think that's sort of the one tweak, the warp gates and the uh ab- ab- <laughs> being able to adjust your abilities. I think fly. another thing they could have done too, and I understand why they didn't do it because it's not in Star Trek and the Enterprise doesn't do this. But, you know, the reason one of the things they do to spice up R-Type or any of those type of games like that is they uh, let you, like, you can upgrade your weapons. uh, You can kind of get different weapons that sort of do different things. Uh, You only have those two, from what I see. I mean, again, I only played about half an hour, so maybe it does change. I don't know. But from what I played, you only have those two. Uh, I don't think it ever, for me, I never had the option to make any of those stronger. You just had what you had. And uh, that... I think that could have really helped a little bit to add a little bit of variety because you can pick, because there's pickups mm-hmm. in this. You can pick up more of your uh, torpedoes. 
uh, if you're, you know, it'll That's it'll true, show up yeah. every once in a while. So they could have put some stuff in there, but yeah. Uh, I get I get why they didn't because you want to stay true to the Enterprise and that's the two things the Enterprise had, but also I think it would have been kind of cool yeah. if uh, you could have like uh, you know gotten uh, some some you know upgraded your uh, yeah I agree I yeah. think for the handful of people well it is Star Trek for the maybe more than a handful of people who would have cried foul if the Enterprise could just do like spread shots and stuff I do think from from a gameplay standpoint it would have been worth it. Oh yeah, side note, the only thing I kept thinking during these flight scenes where you're fighting and stuff is that the people in that ship are gonna get really sick. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. You're, yeah. just going all over the place. you're going up and down like a roller coaster in the enterprise. Yeah. yeah. And once you learn you can turn the speed up, it's not so slow either. So it's yeah. no. That's what I would do in the ast- especially the asteroid things. I would just turn the speed all the way up, yeah. but you do take more damage because your shields are down. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously I know you guys covered all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We also talked about some personal, like really personal, deep issues that we have just with yeah. ourselves in general. We had to work them out. We missed uh, all that. Um, yeah. oh, we, we talked about what do you mean, you... Mista? I was here the whole time. <laughs> no, but uh, for There's the only fight... one set of footprints behind me, it's because Tim was carrying me. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> for he broke the... his back. I'm much larger than Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, you just made me think of something Go ahead. from today. There's a lot of stories. Obviously, I'm an RN. I work in the operating room. I can't, I don't share with y'all anything personal about patients. That's illegal for one thing. And two, I do take it seriously. I don't even know if this is, this might be too depressing. It probably is. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, want no. a, I want a funny, goofy, lighthearted story. About right, well, you this is being, not being in, in okay. severe foot pain. It's not, this is funny in the sense of like it sounds great, then it's actually horrific, and you like your mouth drops open. Oh, so it's like a like when you first get into Breaking Bad. <laughs> I might as well just tell you now because I've already started. Oh man, man. I don't like. All right, I will. So, I will grade this story on how uh, fun and exciting it is. And great, just, it, great on how heartbreaking it is. No, that's oh, nice. God. I don't want to go. hear depression. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's what we want. We want to depress our uh, fans. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those moments. It's just like you know, life is funny and dark, and sometimes you can't separate the two. So, anyways, talking to a patient, and uh, uh, I need they your noticed, full name. <laughs> here you go, medical record number. No, they noticed. I'm not going to tell you if it's a man or a woman. They noticed. Well, okay, it was a man. Was a pronounced. And this wasn't me having this conversation. It was me being there while another person was having the conversation. So I noticed you don't, yeah, see, yeah. Side note. I, mean, I was supposed to, for the Side record, note. I was supposed to be there. I was his patient's nurse, just to, for the record. Side note, uh, I was listening to another podcast and they were making jokes about Michael Jackson. They asked Michael, they asked this guy who was pretending to be Michael Jackson, what are your pronouns? And he went, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> i'll laugh way too hard at it that's good <laughs> i don't know what so to do back to that. the pressure so back story. to this very very serious story okay so anyways the person said i noticed you only have one kidney i noticed in your medical chart you know um and he said yeah i gave i gave it to my daughter and everybody's like oh that's so awesome you know good for you and then there's a little awkward silence he's like yeah she didn't make it no, wow. the, the air was just sucked out of the room. So I'm yeah. going to ask you this: Have you ever seen Scrubs, <laughs> the show Scrubs, Trevor? 
only little bits and pieces. All right. So what I've always heard as side note, I love scrubs. It's a fantastic show. I seen every episode, uh, but it's two is, uh, darkly funny, uh, because, and also really heartbreaking at times because it takes place at a hospital. Uh, and I've read a lot that that's what a, a lot of, out of all the shows on TV that have, uh, that are based around a hospital or take place around a hospital. A lot of people who actually do work in hospitals say that scrubs probably gets the closest to how it really is uh, in a hospital because you have to find humor in things yeah. uh, because of what you're around all the time. And that can be really dark at times. <laughs> yeah. And then other times it's just, uh, you know, like just a lot of sadness and tragedy because that's where you're working at. Uh, yeah. And that, that was the show. Uh, so if you've never seen Scrubs, give it a chance. I don't know what it's streaming on right now, but uh, I loved it. It was just such a good show. Cool. So yeah, that was my happy cheer up story. Yeah. Did I, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing it. That didn't bring us down whatsoever. No, we're uh, still good. Star yeah. Trek. Man. <laughs> but yeah. there's two sections to the game. You got the flying sections and you, well, you got the map that it quote unquote generates, which apparently is not actually generated. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't believe so. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can kind of choose your path. You know, you might want to do a Klingon section or an Amoeba section. They're not that different, to be fair. But, you know, but your ultimate goal is to try to reach the planet where the pieces of this weapon are located. And so once you finally make it, then you land with Spock and Bones. Yeah, you and of course you beam down. Kirk. Yeah. Beam down. Yes, let's use the correct terminology. And when you beam down, it's totally different gameplay. Um it's on foot and to be honest it's kind of a big scavenger hunt uh but y'all what are y'all's thoughts on this section like no oh, yeah you're heading the right direction for me it's, it's yeah. kind of like a scavenger hunt yeah uh, there are things that you do uh you get to scan different thing i guess that's what you would say right it's scanning with the tricorder uh, with the tricorder yeah yeah and that's that's kind of neat uh i like that and you also uh, like sometimes there'll be uh different uh, hostile beings on those planet that you got to fight mm-hmm. uh because you and you have your phaser that i'm assuming supposed to be set to stun but they disintegrate when you hit them <laughs> well you can choose between stun and kill oh oh the is there a choice though yeah, yeah. stun oh i oh, mean no, yeah no, obviously there's stun, stun. Yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. a choice that's what you mean i'll be yeah. honest i always had it on kill once i realized you could do that i mean Me what's too. the what's the one thing that uh starfleet that uh, what's their moniker you know you're not supposed to when you visit a planet, you're not supposed to change anything about that planet. <laughs> I wiped right? out all the flora and all the fauna. <laughs> you kind of had to. Yeah. I mean, the, the the galaxy is the first order is bringing the stargazer online. So not the, what was that? The, what was that thing called? I don't remember. Stargazer. Me neither. No, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> My joke is dead. Never mind. You got to cut this out. Cut, no, this cut out. it all it. out. Keep it. Uh, cut out. Cut out my story. I nope. forgot. Uh, the, cut, out, cut out Johnny's Michael Jackson thing. Nope, it's all staying. Bleep out, bleep out where I cussed earlier. Oh, uh, go. Nope, it's all going to stay. The, the the first order's Death Star that that destroyed galaxies. I can't remember Star Killer Base. Yes. Star oh Killer yeah, Base. yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Uh, for right. some reason, uh, references to the newer Star Wars uh, <laughs> float by me. <laughs> I guess <laughs> me too. Despite so, me uh, seeing them. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, but yeah, I agree with you. The um, I'm trying. I'm. I'm not sure which sections I like more. Did I like being on the planet more, 
or did I like flying the Enterprise more? That's I'm very curious what you guys think about that. Which mm. sections do you think kind of work better for you? Yeah. So the the funny thing is, and I'll let Tim speak because he deserves to speak. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like we always cut over Tim, but it's just because Tim's plot. It's not that we're let trying Tim to. speak. Let, let Tim, Tim speak. speak. <laughs> After I speak. Um, so just like the flying parts, my estimation of the on foot parts went up because I was not really enjoying them very much at first. Within a couple of little twists, not big things, they're not fantastically fun, but there's little things that made me enjoy them. First of all, when I realized that your tricorder's ringing, I know ringing is not the right word, but anyways, your communicator, and Spock and different ones will talk to you. I thought that was pretty cool. But then when I realized that your tricorder also works as a radar, so you can find Mm -hmm. these hidden items, they're all hidden in rocks for whatever reason. And it actually works pretty well. Like it just tells you if you need to go north, south, west, or east. And it helps you find it. So the scavenger hunt was not as dreadful as I thought at first because you actually have some direction. Um, Everything's out to kill you. Um, I enjoyed actually being able to shoot things. I will say I almost did not find my last piece when I landed because I ran out of photon charge um, or phaser charge. Man, people are going to hate me. I love Star Trek, but I'm mixing all the words up. (laughs) My phaser was running out. If you use the full kill mode, it runs out quicker. And so I found the rock. I knew where the last piece was, but I didn't, wasn't able to blast it open. So I had to go find ammo. Basically. I just want all the ladies to know that my phaser set to love. (laughs) No, mine is set to stun. That's my happy Valentine's day. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is soon. Happy Valentine's day, everybody. Johnny up. Yeah. Just everybody. It doesn't matter who. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting way past picky now. Um, that yeah, I the th- let Tim speak. No, I had I I gotta say this real quick or I will forget after Johnny, it. After Johnny. I will forget it. It's just real quick. Uh the section really reminds me of Oregon Trail when you get to hunt, finally hunt animals. Tim, go ahead. So one more what? thing I wanted to say. Oh <laughs> sorry, go no, ahead, Tim. Uh, I agree. Um honestly, uh my favorite. Uh, I always like the the space more than the planet stuff. I don't know why. I I like that little uh, the flying aspect, but no, I really like the way the uh, the planet is uh, um, handled as well. Like like Trevor already said, like the it's like hot potato basically. Like the yeah. the, the thing like the tricorder kind of lets you know where to go. And yeah, I mean, for for a Game Boy game that came out to celebrate the 25th anniversary of one of the most iconic science fiction shows and television shows of all time in 1992. I feel like this, you know, it's got, it, this game's got some good elements to it. It infused that. some Star Trek because just wandering around the planet wouldn't be so much like Star Trek, but the fact that you were on sort of a map navigating space and then you landed on the planet and your crew is with you and they give you little quote unquote helpful hints. Yeah, it's just enough to to still feel like Star Trek. Yeah, and even the manual, like for example, basically it kind of mocks Bones a little bit. It said he he he's a medical officer. Really, don't expect anything out of him except for medical advice. It kind of slams him a little bit, which was kind of funny. That's despite <laughs> the fact that he's literally needed every episode. Anything I know. <laughs> I think it's kind of making fun of the fact that they really didn't have a purpose for him in the game, but he's still yeah. here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but he'll tell you that the plants, like the plants, are deadly, and the sludge is deadly, or whatever that stuff is. It's all deadly though. Like it's, it's all pretty deadly. easy to figure out. Just don't yeah. touch any of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, in the interest of fairness, I only completed 
one map's worth of flying sections Same. and then the scavenger area. And so then I went back to the map for more flying sections, and that's where I quit. I don't think there's really a ton of change, though. Like, I think when you go back to the planet, I think the scenery changes a little bit. But I think you're still doing the same thing, from what I can tell. Basically. It looks a little different. The uh, Yeah, if you... um. I believe, yeah, the it's basically the same. The uh, it the the map orientation's different with different. Uh, th- it's the same obstacles, but in different areas. And then the the next planet you go to may have a different layout, but it's mm-hmm. basically yeah, what you see is what you get. And then there is a boss battle where you have to fight the the the, the doomsday machine. Right. Cool. cool. Which I certainly did not see that. No, I did not either. I don't think I have either. To be honest oh. with you, um. Yeah, no, the, unlike other games that I apparently have had since I was a kid, I've beat, I don't think I've ever actually beaten this one because I'm, I looked up, I looked into it when I was doing some research on the game. I don't remember the Doomsday Machine fight. And I'm pretty sure I've gotten to at least maybe the third, I've beaten the first two planets. So I've gotten to at least the third space part. And uh, I mean, I don't know if we talked. Did you guys talk about difficulty? I was going to say, yeah. Uh, we take Johnny said he wishes this game were harder. Yeah, I'm I not mean, making that up. He actually said that. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah. No. Does honestly, it get harder? I mean, I think it must. I I think it must. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember to be honest with you because I did play this a little bit for the show, but I played it like uh, a couple weeks ago now. Yeah. And I did not get as far as I usually do, but I believe at least the second planet you get to is a little bit more difficult with obstacle wise than the other one. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, but, think but it, it must I don't think it's like really difficult though, overall from, the, uh, from, I think you can beat it in about an hour. Well, or so it's, I mean, there's, there's videos on YouTube of people playing through this game in just about an hour or a little yes. over an hour. Yeah. So the long play I saw was like an hour and 17 minutes. Yep. They seem to be moving pretty good. Yep. Which is pretty long for a Game Boy game. But I just wanted to say, I think the thing that saves it for me is you get a simple like four or five digit password. Yeah. After you beat a section. Um, so yeah. And that, they're set up like a star date. Yeah. Which yeah, is cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, listeners, I'll give you two passwords from not very far in the game. And you can go to game FAQs to get better ones, but I'll share mine because I took screenshots. So the first this one, I'll just give you this one. Your star date password is 3112.7. Are these random? Are these the same every time? I hope they're random. No, I think they're I think they're random, but if you use that one, I think you'll get to where I am. Well, they may not be random, but I looked on game FAQs and this is not any of the ones on there. (laughs) So it should work for you. I mean, but yeah, I don't know why you'd want to go to where I was, but you can find where I am in the universe. Maybe you'll see uh, what Trevor left behind, like find Trevor's footprints in the sand. Yeah. Uh, poop. I left little turds. <laughs> why do I have to go there? Why can't I just leave something? Be yeah, why can't you just be like, just like, what's something good you would leave? I said footprints. That's better than turds. <laughs> uh, my essence. Oh, there you go. There I you go. It. I like that. Because also like poop. Yeah, kind which of. Could be, which could I was kind of like thinking poop. about poop. I was thinking about urine. I'll be honest when I said essence. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, who does it? So, right? uh, yeah. what was the second password? You only gave one. Oh well, that was the further one. Uh, but the other password, if you want to see where I was at an earlier place in my life, I do. Is three zero one three dot seven. Well, those three, are really similar. Three zero one three dot seven. Three zero one three dot seven. Go see where Trevor was and report back to us uh, if he. Yeah. 
actually comment on social media. Yeah, comment on social We're, media on our Facebook page. And let us know and let us know if you saw Trevor there and if he was doing his job as a Starfleet <laughs> so, officer. I'm leaving my essence everywhere. I'm leaving his essence. All right, so I think we can kind of get to our final scores now, guys. Mm. Uh, who should go first, Tim? You get to decide. Uh, uh, I'll go last. You guys go. You got. I don't know which one. Which one of you would like to go first? But I'll go last. I'll do it. I'm waffling between two scores still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say the worst thing I could say about this game is when I first started playing, I was like, uh, I don't know. It's just a little bit of a slog. I thought like a little too simple, but then I started liking it more. There was just some little things, a little too rough. (laughs) You really had to get that in there. Um, That's what she said. But I started enjoying the flying sections more when I, when I figured out you could adjust your abilities when I figured out, well, this is stupid, but when I figured out you could hold right and go faster pro tip, hold right while you're in the enterprise, you go faster. It's worth it. Um, when I figured out that you have some choice and like what kind of area you want to go to, even if they are really similar and the same with the sav- savaging, it was savaging for me. I killed everything. <laughs> the scavenging parts. I enjoyed more when I realized that you got a little map to help you out or radar. Uh, when I realized, did that- you really, did you really set your phaser to kill? I'm just really curious. Yeah, I really did. Yeah. All right, see, that does not surprise me. Uh, everybody thinks Trevor is this, uh, this really peaceful guy. Any video game that we ever play, doesn't matter what he is, he goes out for the kill. <laughs> well, I did it, and I'm sure this is what a serial killer would say, but I did it for practical reasons because they keep yeah, getting back up and killing me. That is what a serial yeah, they, killer would they say. They keep getting back up and chase me. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Then I accidentally hit the B button. I'm like, wait a minute. It actually says full. It doesn't say kill. It says full. Like, hey, what's this? Like, oh, they really go away for good. <laughs> and then I hit them under the floorboards. So... <laughs> No, but anyway, savage. So the worst thing I can say is I didn't enjoy it at first. The best thing I can say is when I went back and played a little more today, before I came over here and turned my computer on, I wanted to make it to my next password. And I did. And I took a screenshot of it. So if I took a screenshot of it, that means I must plan to go back. Whether I do or not, we'll see. But I enjoyed it enough to take a screenshot of my password. So I think that says something. Um, So my final score is... If you don't care anything about the original Star Trek, I'm not sure there's enough here to be worth checking out. If you love the original Star Trek, I think there is. And so my score is from someone who does love Star Trek. I guess I'm going to go six and a half, to be honest. I even thought about going to seven because I liked it a little bit more. Like every five minutes I played it, I liked it a little bit more. I'll stick with a six and a half, but on a good day, I might even go a seven. So, yeah. Yeah, I like how you did that. Uh, I think this all really... It depends on how much you like Star Trek. If you don't like Star Trek at all, well, I don't know why you're even checking the game out in the first place. But if you're not, a, if you're not a Star Trek person, uh, I don't know if there's enough meat here on these on these bones on this bones. See what I did there uh, for uh-huh. you to enjoy. Uh, I am a Star Trek person. I love Star Trek. So just like Trevor, I had a lot that I could get out of it. But also at the same time, I kept in my brain for some reason, well, I, I get why I did. I kept comparing this to the Ghostbusters that we played for this show, right? For pocket reviews, which was, like I said earlier, that's how I wish the other Ghostbusters games kind of worked, right? 
Um, I do think for this one, they were on to something for Star Trek. However, Ghostbusters was a more enjoyable game for me than this was. And I do love Star Trek. I probably love Star Trek and Ghostbusters probably about the same. I really adore them both. Uh, but I think that this felt like uh, some, you know, let's say you're you're pulling for somebody in a race and uh they're like they're just so close right they're so close but they just don't quite get to the finish line they're just <laughs> almost there and that's kind of how i felt about this i feel like they were on the right path for a star trek game but i don't think they quite get there for for me personally i it's definitely better than a five it's definitely better than that i can't go as high as trevor i'm going to go a six i think this is a solid six if you love the original star trek yeah, uh, if you don't care about the original Star Trek, or if you even <laughs> hate it, uh, don't don't waste your time. But if you do love it, there's enough here, enough fan service, I think, here for you to check out, which is kind of pretty cool considering this is a Game Boy game in the early '90s. So that yeah. that's pretty impressive. So I'm giving it a six. Yeah, honestly, I agree with everything you both said, um, and I had two uh, scores in my head as well and they were actually the same as Trevor's. Huh. Um, I do have a little bit of the, the rose colored nostalgia glasses because this is a game that um, I always go back to on the game boy. I've played a lot of star Trek games on a lot of systems. And I mean, just like, I mean, you can use other examples, like Batman's a great example. His games go from absolutely epic to, to not good at all. And star Trek games are kind of in that same boat. In my opinion, like to quote Johnny again, this is, in my opinion, one of the better Star Trek games, in my opinion, but at the same point too, I don't know if that's kind of nostalgia as well, but but I feel like they were on to something, but maybe they didn't quite get there. But that's um, a good way to put it. Yeah, like Johnny said, yeah, because that's, that's, that's kind of where I feel, but I've gone back to this game for years, and if I'm told to list like my favorite original Game Boy games, this will be on it, which is probably going to be more so because I've, I had it than it being excellent. But you know what? I'm going to go with a seven. I, I was between six and a half and seven. Realistically, I think it's I think it is a six or six and a half. And if you like Star Trek, it's definitely worth checking out. I don't know if it's I don't think it's that expensive. I didn't look. It's not because it's I almost not got it. I came really close to ordering it. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> expensive. Um but I realistically, I think it's more of a six and a half, but I'm going to go seven because of the little bit of 0.5 of nostalgia for me. All right. Yeah. So this is uh, pocket reviews approved. We all liked it enough. Mm -hmm. uh, again, if you like Star Trek, go check it out. Uh, pretty fun game uh, overall. So uh, Trevor, I believe it's your pick next for pocket reviews, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. I'm excited, too. But before I reveal my pick, I have a really important question for you both. Okay. All right. I'm sure. Yep. So which Star Trek captain had an artificial heart? Was it I Jonathan? Know that. Oh, you know, without me giving the choices. How I do. Wasn't yeah. it Picard? Yeah, it is Picard. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in case you were wondering, well, it's not going to tell me why. So never mind. I was going to tell you how it happened, but uh, this thing is kind of crappy. But my pick, <laughs> my pick for my back is my. going to be 
Let's see. How can I build this up? It's a game that involves it's military themed. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, military themed. Call of Duty. Close. It you might say Microsoft's COD. Has espionage yes. in it, you could say. Oh, okay. All right. Espionage. Definitely. Do you action. save do you save POWs in it? Possibly. Pals? Okay. Wow. Pals. I'm trying yeah. to snake my way to the answer here mm. for this solid Sol- pick. Solid snake? Do you hide in boxes? It is metal slug. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Um, evil metal slug advance for the Game Boy Advance. Ooh, from SNK's beloved Metal Slug series. This was the uh, Game Boy Advance version, which is different from any of the other versions. It's a completely original game, only on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I won't say too much, except it has a lot of similarities to the arcade games but it's also its own thing so looking forward to playing it i'm looking forward to this one so if you're playing along with us that's what we're playing next uh of course back on retro bliss we're going to be covering oh what are we doing bayou billy is that right (laughs) bayou billy is going to be our next game yeah oh man i'm very excited about that (laughs) uh so stay tuned for those we very much appreciate all you blisters out there for tim for trevor i'm johnny uh and remember uh, the truth is out there. That's not a start. I've been watching a lot of X Files. I'm very sorry. <laughs>